The expressed views of the guests on this podcast are theirs alone and not necessarily endorsed by the host, TWBC, or any associated sponsor. Conversations that are robust yet balanced, on point and to the point. You are listening to The Talk of Tournament Water Skiing. This is the TWBC Podcast. And now, here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings one and all, and welcome uh, to the TWBC Podcast. Uh, My name's Tony Lightfoot once again, uh, thanking you for your continued support. Now, one of the well, one of the best female skiers to arise out of South America uh, is joining us here uh, for uh, for this episode of TWBC podcast. She's uh, she's definitely been making a name for herself uh, in uh, in tournament water ski jumping, and also has been doing the rounds a little bit in the officiating realm. We'll talk about that in a few moments. But first of all, let's welcome Valentina Gonzalez. How are you doing? Hey, Tony, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm doing good, uh, ready for the next tournament. And that next tournament is right here in Zachary, Louisiana, uh, just outside Baton Rouge, uh, Bennett's Worski School, LA Night Jam. Uh, you, uh, you, you excited to be a part of this deal? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, I actually came here, I will say, 10 years ago to watch uh, LA Night Jump back years ago. And uh, I didn't ski, I just watched that time, and now I'm, I'm back here and this time skiing, so it's really exciting. Who would uh, remind me uh, at about the time that you were actually on the shore watching it? Uh, uh, I mean, who who was uh, who, who was jumping around about that time? Who was who was inspiring you to get out there and do the same? Uh... Well, of course, the greatest of all times, uh, Freddy Krueger, was here, uh, still here, and he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, I'll say uh, I remember the Mirandas were here, uh, Tom Asher, Damien Sherman. Uh, Great jumpers, uh, great people that inspire me to be here one day, and I'm finally here and part of the Pro Tour. You seem to be drawing a lot of inspiration from the male skiers. What about the female skiers around about that time? Yeah, uh, I think back when I came here to LA Night Jump, I don't remember if Jacinta was already here or not, but uh, I remember Marion Matthew, uh, Juta, Regina, uh, June... Natty, of course, Natty, great jumper. Yeah, Bert Nakava, yeah. Yeah, uh, great jumpers. Maria from Greece. Maria um, Vipranetseva, yeah. Yes. Who, who, who's still jumping to this day. I mean, she's, she, I mean, she, she got like, I think she got like a European record or something like that uh, a few months ago in the European, European Championships. Uh, or, or was it the World Championships? Anyway, I mean, she's still there. She's still jumping. She just doesn't get around to a lot of the tournaments, uh, like uh, like someone like you or uh, or Hannah or or anyone anyone else that's uh, that's jumping in the women's competition. She's still competitive, but I mean, it's uh, interesting to to uh, to hear what uh, who, uh, who you draw your inspiration from. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in every sport, the sport goes by generations. Uh, that was a great generation of jumping that uh, inspired me to jump, inspired me to actually do overall skiing. They were great overall skiers, and now uh, I guess this new generation is here, and, and we're trying to push the sport and push uh, women's jumping too. All right, then tell us a little bit about yourself and how your family got involved in a tournament water skiing. You know, because, you know, a few months ago, uh, when I was in Chile uh, doing the uh, the Pan American Championships in November and the Junior Worlds, which took place the following January, uh, I actually had the opportunity to actually go and see your site, uh, which was which is less than three or four miles away from uh, uh, from uh, Lago Los Maras, an, ab- an absolutely beautiful site. And I mean, if you ever get the opportunity to go to Chile, you should you should certainly see it. But I mean, how did all of that start? 
Yeah, uh, well, it was a family dream. It's, uh, it's called Lago Valle Maipo. Uh-huh. It's a great place to ski. It's surrounded uh, by mountains, which is like one of my favorite things. It's like being able to ski, see mountains, see like it used to be a winery actually. It used to be a, a vineyard. A vineyard, yeah. It used to be a, a really good winery, and uh, right now it's a ski lake, so it's pretty cool. Uh, it was family dream. Uh, it's our lake with the f- uh, family, uh, the Nassers, George Nasser. Yeah, I know them. Yeah. Uh, great skiers, great family, and. Yeah, as I said, it was a dream, and we've been looking for this place for years and years, and uh, finally in 2016 we committed to it, and and uh, we kind of uh, built the lake, uh, great great lake, great conditions, and and we've been happy to be skiing there for the last uh, six six seven years. So uh, great skiers coming out of there, um, and yep, so everyone how- is invited. So how many of your family actually ski? I mean, I know you ski, obviously. Uh, uh, Matthias, uh, he skis. Your father skis, you know. Uh, who, who else in that family skis? Because it's, a, it's a, almost a complete skiing family, right? Yeah, I mean, as I said, uh, water skiing is a family sport, I believe. Uh, so I got into skiing because of my family. My uh, grandpa, big fan of water sports. Uh, he used to ski in a public lake, uh, riding jet skis, uh, non-ski boats, open boards, uh, boats. Outboards, yeah. Yeah, outboards. And um, yeah, so he's the one that put me on skis. And I'm the oldest one out of my family. We're four siblings, uh, Dominga, Josefa, Matias, and me. Uh-huh. And uh, we all four ski uh, for Chile right now. Uh, it was pretty cool at the 2021 World Championship at JAX. Uh, we all got to be part of Team Chile, and that was a dream come true. And, and right now we're still pushing it. Yeah, and uh, Team Chile is, is certainly pushing it. Out of, out of all the nations in South America, in Latin America, Chile seems to be the one that's really progressing and really fighting hard to, uh, to claim uh, dominance in the, in the world of uh, tournament water skiing right now. Yeah, uh, I think uh, we have a, probably this is one of the best years for chilling water skiing. Uh, to make a team for Open Worlds or even the Panam Games is going to be tough. Uh, we have great skiers, but uh, it's it doesn't come natural. There's a lot of hard work behind it. Uh, there's a lot of skiers that train all year round. Uh, I can speak for myself. When I was in school, I would like go to school in Chile High School and then run to the lake, ski, and then go home and so I'll ski all year round and I, I assume uh, all the other kids in the national team they're all training in the cold weather in the summer all year round okay and not only that but one one thing that I found out I mean uh, I wish I found out about it sooner is your father is actually heavily involved in triathlon isn't that right yeah my uh, my dad is a great athlete uh he loves sports he was into BMX uh marathons I mean he's best in in a marathon, it's uh, two hours and 30 minutes. For someone that's, that knows about times, that's pretty that's fast. Not, that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty darn fast. <laughs> yeah, so my dad is... That, uh, that's, that's actually underneath the qualification time to be in, like, the Boston or the New York marathon. He did I mean, uh, all of those marathons. Oh, uh, he did? He broke a record back home from marathons. and Yeah, so he's a great athlete. Uh, now he's into Ironman triathlon. And he, wow. he's, uh, he actually went to World Championship last year and got fourth. So... It's a great inspiration to wake up every morning with him uh, wake, waking up probably three hours before us. And he, when we're waking up, he's already done swimming and probably running. So it's a great inspiration. And I think that's why we, we're, uh, we're lucky to have him and, and push us in the sport. 
Yeah, I mean, because he because he obviously knows what it takes to win, how to stay fit, how to stay in condition. Uh, kind of give us an idea of when you were kind of talent spotted a little bit in in in, Ch- in Chile. I mean, when uh, I mean, when was the first year you actually made it onto the Chilean team in the in the juniors? And I mean, how did it go back then in your first year? I would say. Yeah, my first year on the under-14 team was... Uh, my first international tournament was uh, the Pan American Championship in Colombia, in uh, Medellin, in 2008. Oh, uh, wow. I was in part of the under-14 team there, and that was my first tournament. Uh, that actually, that the summer before, it was my first time in the U.S., which I actually came to ski here at Bennett Ski School. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Uh, with uh, the Nasser's family, and... Yeah, since then I've been part of the Team Chile, under 14, under 17, under 21, and open right now. Okay, uh, so involved involved in Ch- uh, Team Chile for quite a while. Uh, I mean, it's uh, Team Chile seems to be the envy of a lot of lot of programs right now. You know, because not only does Team Chile provide quite a bit of support to its skiers. Uh, they they also get a, get quite a bit of exposure in Chile as well because I mean that's one of the very few countries one of the very few teams that I know that actually has its own pub uh, publicity has its own publicist you know to to actually you know rate raise your profile so it's uh, so it'd be it'd be easier uh, uh, to to actually gain sponsors and actually gain more more support to help you out along. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, water skiing, even though it's a small sport, uh, in Chile is well known for, for its athletes. Uh, uh, we are a sport that always brings medals at Pan Am Games, South American Games, and even has multiple world champions. Uh, so I think the the support we get, it's, it's coming from what the athletes have done in the last, I don't know, 20 years. Uh, we are really lucky to have uh, government support for fundings, for tournaments, uh, training, and but uh, that's all coming because of uh, the success of the sport. So the more successful we are, the better fundings we get. So it's always a motivation to have like the support from back home, not even only for the funding, but like support from the people. Uh, we have a lot of TV exposure and uh, social media and Team Chile is like a great platform for us water skiers back home. I'm glad you mentioned Pan American Games. <laughs> November coming up. Yeah, actually, the week after Worlds. Uh, okay, yeah, the, the week the week after Worlds is the Collegiate Nationals here, and the Pan American Games is going on more or less at the same time. I think actually, uh, the the water ski events take place. Uh, I'm not too sure in the in the days I think after the nineteenth. Cl- I think it's the Worlds until the Sunday, and then uh, the Pan Am Games starts on Wednesday, and uh-huh. then the Collegiate National starts the following Thursday, I believe. Wow, it's a packed uh, fall. <laughs> but before that, I mean, we all got—I gotta make it there first. Uh, that's my goal. That's my goal for the year, trying to make that team. Um, and okay. So, so I mean, so I mean, it's not academic yet. I mean, you're not—you're—you're you're still yet to be the 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 team for the Pan Am Games or even the World Championships is yet to be selected, right? Yeah, we we will know the team for Pan Am Games uh, a month before, so uh, we'll know around uh, September twentieth. It's a tough team, but uh, I'm training hard for it, and that's my goal for the year. Okay, uh, kind of give us an idea of what of what your day consists of. I mean, um, I mean, in this part of the world, because 
Uh, remind me who do, who you train with in in this part of the world. I train with Scott Ellis and Marion. Oh yeah, you mentioned Marion, yeah. one of one of your original inspirations that you saw here at LA Night Jam. So kind of give us an idea of what of what a typical set uh, consists of uh, as you ski out there on Lake Auburndale, I believe it is. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Lake Lake Tennessee in Auburndale. Yes. Yes. So right now I'm done with school. I graduated uh, in December with my master's degree from Florida Southern, which what, is. In, uh, in what what do, what what was the degree in? Uh, master's in business administration. Oh, nice. Yeah, I actually uh, did uh, my undergrad and uh, I went to grad school at the same school, Florida Southern. I ski for the team. It was a great experience, and the good thing is only a 20 minutes drive from uh, Scott, which is, I will say, <laughs> one of the best coaches and skiers of. Uh, in the world so I've been really lucky to have him and Marion and uh, yeah my day right now I'm, I'm coming into skiing so I normally do two jump sets a day one slalom one trick um, last year when I was in school I would go to class and then in the afternoon go ski or depending on my schedule but I, will, I always try to do at least three sets a day Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, look, looks like you're prepared for this one, uh, and kind of give us an idea of how you've done this season. Because you, because you've made, because you made some finals. You made it into the King of Darkness, isn't that right? Yeah. You made it into the Masters, I believe, as well. So uh, congratulations on that. Another time of how, how many times you've been to the Masters now? Uh, this was my third year Your in third the pro year. level, and then the, the four as a junior. Nice. Okay. And now we're here at LA, uh, here at LA Night Gems and uh, looking to try and put a performance out there. You you just came off the water and you practiced. And one of the f- first things you said is how humid it was compared to Florida. <laughs> Does that kind of bother you much or or, or you, just something you can easily shrug off? Uh, I think something you get used to it. Uh, I'm used to the hot weather in Florida. Uh, this year hasn't been that hot yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just jumped. I finished my jumps and I was sweating like two minutes later. But I mean, it's something you can manage. Just drink a lot of water, make sure uh, you stay fresh and ready to go to jump. All right, then. So what kind of jump are we looking for from you? I mean, I mean, if if you jump a certain distance, will it uh, will what what kind of distance is going to uh, is going to have you throw the fist at the <laughs> at, at the end i mean i mean know it, knowing what you know about this site and having skied here before what could you do here well i'm hoping i can uh, at least get close to my pv uh i've been my pv is 167 and i've been training all year to go 170 that's my goal uh, that's I'll, about a 52 and a half meter jump. Yeah, I would like to, my goal is to go around over 50 meters and uh, hopefully make the final and, and ski in the dark, which is one of my favorite things. Okay, does that does that kind of scare you a little bit as skiing in the dark or not so much? Well, a little bit, but uh, I just love it. I mean, I did Mumba night jump uh, last year and uh, a couple of years ago and I did King of Darkness uh, a couple of times and it's just really fun. Uh, you go fast and it's just really fun to be in the air when it's dark. All right, then. You are one of the very few pro skiers right now that actually officiates, at least on the world level, because, I mean, you are assistant chief judge of the Junior Worlds, weren't you? Yeah, I was. You were the ACJ, and you are going to be officiating at the U21 Worlds in... in... Not anymore. <laughs> no, oh, not anymore? I'm stuck in the U.S. I'm, I'm actually getting my uh, green card right now, so oh, okay. I'm, uh, I can't travel right now, which is sad. I was looking forward to go to the Under-21 Worlds. And well, you were on that list I anyway. was in the panel to be a judge for the Under-21 Worlds in Mexico next week. 
Uh, but I'm sure there's going to be another opportunity. I had a lot of fun at uh, the World Championship, Junior World Championship in Chile. Mm-hmm. Um, I was assistant chief judge to uh, Jeff Smith. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was a great experience, uh, lots of learning, and I'm, I'm just trying to give back to a sport that has given me so much. Yeah, what's it like working with Jeff Smith? Because, you know, he is pretty much on, he's pretty much the chief judge of every major tournament that, that seems to go on, whether it be the World Championships, Pan American Championships, Junior Worlds, you know, Masters, you know. I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, I have to ask the question because he's he, he performs that role in so many tournaments. I don't know how he finds the time off, if I'm being honest. But what, But what's he like to work with? Oh, it was a great experience, as I said. Uh, I mean, when you learn from the best, it's when you get the best experience and better knowledge. And I feel like that week working uh, with him, uh, I learned a lot. Uh, I learned the the good things and the bad things about running a tournament. And it was a long tournament. Not everything went 100% perfect, but uh, but we tried our best. And, and, and it was great to learn from him that he has so much experience in this field. Uh, I mean... I mean, you, you've been. You, I mean, you've been around during the advent of a lot of technical things that have gone on in the sport. I mean, the. I mean, the the transition from perfect pass to zero off, and now we have the the whole thing with with sure path and that kind of thing. I mean, how how have you how have you adapted to all those changes? You know, I mean, I mean, let let let's go with the more recent uh, 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 technology sure path. I mean, uh, I mean, you've done you've probably done a lot of driving yourself. I mean. Have you have you done a lot of driving with Shore Path and has that helped you out a bunch? Yeah, I mean, I haven't. Uh, I'm normally when I'm in the boat, I'm like either skiing or coaching or I've been driving a little bit more jumping at Scott. So I've been pulling him and some of the kids, uh, but we don't have a Shore Path. I have tried it before back home in in Lago Valle Maipo. We do have one, and uh-huh. of course, it gives you numbers and you know where you are. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think technology is great. Uh, if we can, the sport can work with technology, we can push it together and hopefully, I mean, you, you never know what you're going to have in 10 more years. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Okay. So, I mean, we, we, we've highlighted some, some of the, uh, the highlights. I mean, I mean, based upon what I've, what I've seen of you and, and, and also what you told me, are there, are there frustrating moments in the sport that, that you, that you kind the kind of, you know, kind of made makes makes you feel you know a, a little less happy about where you are yeah i mean i think it's it's frustration is part of the sport as you have happy moments you you gotta have bad ones and from the bad ones is when you learn the most and uh yeah i mean i Any, think anything specific i think for me it's been injuries i have had a lot of uh, back injuries that uh keep me out of the water for for a couple months and and then the pain comes back and then you gotta take a couple of days off and it's dealing with that and li- dealing with, uh, I mean, I think listening to your body is one of the most important parts. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's frustrating, but it's part of the sport in any sport that you do, like tennis, soccer, rugby, any sport, like, you're going to have it. As part of frustration when I'm, I'm jumping and, and w- when you normally get stuck, uh, I was stuck jumping kind of the same distance and, and then going to tournaments and jumping in 140 or 150 and not consistent that was frustrating and now i can finally say i think i'm, I'm over that and you, uh, you kind of gotten over that hurdle. yeah i am more consistent and i'm getting into the 160s and almost in, in every tournament and that's been fun and it's a learning process and, and i'm happy and i'm enjoying the ride and enjoying the sport 
what's been the kind of key to get you over that hurdle? You know, I mean, the, uh, over the frustration of jumping the same distance over and over and over again, and then and then uh, applying something and said, "Hey, this this has worked. Why haven't I done this one before?" <laughs> of course, when you go back and you're like, "Oh my God, why?" Like I just found out this, and this helped me so much. It's like, why didn't I do it before? But um, yeah, I think having like what I do a lot is I video myself a lot. Uh, I try to watch the videos a couple of times, see where I can get better and where I can improve. And that's what I've been doing a lot lately with Scott. He's a great coach and, uh, and we are always looking for the details and trying to put it together. I'm really excited if I can finally maybe put it together. One of these tournaments, I've been cutting really good. I have the kick, but I just haven't been able to connect both of them. And I'm hoping one of these tournaments I can actually do it and it will be a happy day. Indeed, indeed. Okay. Uh, is there something that, that that very few people don't know about you, you kind of wish that they did a little bit? <laughs> I don't know. Uh... Mean, mean an unappreciated quality that you have that you kind of wish. You, you know, I, w I wish, I wish some people out there would actually know what I actually go through to be to be the way that I am. Type deal. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think uh, I can be a good friend. I don't know. I like to be in the boat. I like to help others. Um, that's kind of my thing. Uh, if I can think of one thing, I, I don't know right now. Um, yeah, I can do three events. I'm not only a jumper. Okay. I can. I'm pushing in overall. That's my goal, and and I'm hoping to actually go to those overall tournaments, which sound really good and exciting. Okay. How, how about this? A hobby? A hobby that you do outside of skiing? I mean, what other interests do you do? You, do you have? I mean, is it? Do you do like needlepoint uh, knitting or anything <laughs> like that, or any arts and crafts? I mean, I I are, are you that creative like that, or is there something else that that you do that no one else knows that you do yeah i mean i'm a big fan of sports i like every single sport um i'm a big fan of tennis i love playing tennis and i oh. always say like if i wasn't a water skier i would like to be a tennis player or mm -hmm. a snow skier uh, you don't fancy getting into triathlon or anything like uh, that. i did that for a little bit when i was little i actually i, I won some races <laughs> which <laughs> made my dad really proud but it got to a point where I was like, you got to decide either like triathlon or water skiing and water skiing grabbed my attention way more than actually running and swimming and biking. And I think yeah. it was, I think it was very similar with Dorian Llewellyn. He was kind of provided with the ultimatum. I mean, you're, you're a good enough hockey player. You can be among the best and you, uh, or you could either excel at that or excel at skiing. You can't do both. Yeah, I mean, in my family, I have my cousins. They're all triathletes. So they're professional athletes for triathlon. Uh, one of them went to the Jot Olympic Games. So that triathlon part is really strong in my family. But still, like, with my siblings, we love water skiing. And we just went for it. And I think it's been worth it. And we actually enjoy being at the lake. I really like being at the lake, pulling my, Mati, my brothers, Fifi, and, and Domi. Indeed, indeed. You certainly, you certainly got a great supporting cast over there in in Chile, and uh, you know we wish wish you and the rest of the family the the very best of luck uh, with the with the with the season coming up. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Is there any is there anyone else that you want to thank or anything like that? Any messages you want to send at the end of this podcast? Yeah, I would like to thank my family uh, for all the support. Uh, they have been the greatest, I would say, sponsors. <laughs> 
uh, my mom and dad and siblings, grandparents, uh, and also the people back home uh, that have helped me to be where I am. Uh, the lake where I ski at, Lago Guayamaipo, if you ever have the chance to be in Chile and you want to have a nice ski set, fresh water, uh, just send us a text and we'll be happy to pull you. We love skiing there and we have a good time. Not a problem. And, and uh, that was uh, Valentina Gonzalez here on this episode of the uh, TWBC's podcast. She'll be uh, one of the featured athletes in LA Night Jam. Uh, that's going to be on June the 10th. Uh, this episode was recorded on June the 9th. But until the next episode, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcasts.